Hello and welcome to episode 130 of the True Achievements podcast. We've got a depleted team this week. Richie's a bit croaky from his gig that he was at last night when he was singing along, I guess. Yeah. Jack's on holiday, so it's just myself and Ollie. Hello. Hello, how are you this week? Not too bad. I've been uh, stretched thin because (laughs) of the lack of Jack, but yeah, it's doing well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. Too hot. But yeah, it's a bit too hot, isn't it? In general, yeah, it's crazy. You need to one of them downpours just cool the air because it's been so hot. I've been pretty much sat in the garden drinking every night. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> I've not played anything. I've just been chilling in the garden with the kids and stuff. You're the same, I guess. Not played anything. Been busy. Yeah, I haven't been doing so much drinking. I've been doing a little bit, but um, <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Diablo two on PC. So. There you go. My um, my allegiance towards PC games, MMOs, is uh, showing. But <laughs> I've got a few games in the pipeline that I want to play, and there's some good stuff on Games with Gold uh, coming. Is, yeah. So, yeah. Fortunately, so that we don't talk about nothing, we did do five streams this week. I did every single one of them on my own. Um, dedication. Dedication, yeah. So, Tuesday was Mother Gunship and Mugsters. Um, and I think... Probably Mother Gunship was probably the most polished game that I played over the week. It was kind of, I don't know how I'd describe it, probably like Quake. If you've played Quake, you'd know what I mean. It's like first-person shooter, but it's really fast-paced. Yeah. You can switch, you can turn around your character instantly, stuff like that. And you can jump really high. You can like triple jump and stuff like that. So it's all like just ridiculous movement. And the basis of the game is kind of your in this space center thing and you've got to fight robots who are on a planet below you i think and you go in and each kind of session of playing is like a randomly generated set of levels and rooms and it gives you pieces of a gun to build so as you go through the game you unlock more pieces and you can build the guns in after every room you've um, completed so as you go through the levels it's kind of like a roguelike you you go through and you get more and more powerful as you go through that playthrough so um there's loads of different types of weapons you can like add modules onto your weapons to make them do different things uh you can like combine like three different barrels onto one gun so you can shoot like three different things at once so it gets quite hectic Loads of different enemy types, um, stuff like that. I quite enjoyed it. As I said, it's probably the most polished game that I played. For an ID game, it was really well put together. So I would probably recommend it. I got four achievements for 165 gamer score as well. So not too bad on that front. There were some really easy ones as well. Like people in the chat were telling me how to do them. So if you want that (laughs) aspect of it, then go for it. Uh, Next up was Mugsters, which was... Really difficult to describe <laughs> that game. Like how? What would you call it? You watched me play it a little bit. I don't know. It's kind that of like, kind of puzzle elements, weren't there? Yeah, it's like physics puzzles, basically. Yeah, you're just a little man, and you're zoomed out um, really far. It's kind of like an isometric game, but you can change the camera angle. And you spawn on an island in every level, uh, and there's loads of different stuff to interact with. You've got to save other people on the island there's monsters you can kill which are like alien people um and the art style is kind of weird it's like cell shaded but it, it it wasn't uh terrible like it didn't look bad but um it was very like low detail and yeah you run around 
you um, have to save the people, as I said, and interact with loads of different stuff in the world to complete the objectives in every map. I kind of didn't really grasp it too well. I mean, it was quite fun, but I, I didn't really grasp the game until like 20 minutes into playing it. Um, yeah. And I got kind of misled by what I thought it was, but it, it was all right. And yeah, I got three achievements in that for 75Gs. Moving on, I got onto Star Trek Online on Wednesday. I played an hour and a half of that, and I got one achievement, apparently. I don't remember doing that, but um, I did. I, I started <laughs> off from where Jack left. Um, he had a character which he made, must have made months ago, and he made it look like a extremely strange oh, yeah. pregnant woman, which yeah, was, was uh, in- interesting. I think whenever there's a, an option to build a character, Jack just makes it. He'll spend 20 minutes making it look as ridiculous as possible. <laughs> so you look like an elf with like a massive chin and like, oh, I don't know. But uh, yeah, jumped on that for an hour and a half, did a few of the missions. I met Captain Kirk very briefly, which was the highlight of the stream, I would say. Uh, met Scotty. I don't really know anything about Star Trek, but I know Scotty's meant to be some kind of big character. So yeah, that was the most exciting part about it, meeting Scotty, I'd say. Uh, and then yesterday I played Guts and Glory, which is probably the funniest game of the week. Uh, it was kind of like a, I don't know, a racing, not not really racing, but another kind of sandboxy type game. Uh, if you've played games like Gary's Mod or whatever, then you'll know what I mean. It's kind of like just spawning into a map. You have to complete a set of objectives in a vehicle which you're given, and you can choose from a bunch of different vehicles. You start off on a bike, um, and it, the game is basically about avoiding obstacles and getting to the end. But the whole basis of the enjoyment of it is like dying in ridiculous ways, really. If you look up uh, videos of it, you'll know what I mean. It's, but, it um, kind of reminded me as like um, a game that was really popular for streaming and YouTube a while ago, Happy Wheels. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. But instead of being like side on like Happy Wheels, you were kind of behind the camera. So it was more kind of 3D. Yeah, it's fully 3D. And there's like. Um, blades and spikes and cannonballs and everything's being thrown at you and you've got to go over ramps and stuff and you die in ridiculously gory ways which is the point of why the game's called guts and glory and i had a lot of fun with it i just love ragdoll physics for some yeah, reason physics for amazing. <laughs> it's so good when you there's a vehicle where you're like on a bike and you're carting around a granny on the back on the trailer and she's just like flying around everywhere it's hilarious got a load of achievements in it as well six achievements for 190 gamer score i think you get an achievement after every chapter you've done and there's specific ones for like dying a certain amount of times and getting off the map and stuff like that so i think it's got fairly easy list and yeah last game is nidhog 2 which the games this week are really hard to describe what they are (laughs) maybe it's just me but it's i I guess it's like a, a fighting game very broadly i'd call it a fighting game and There's not really like any button combos like a traditional fighting game. It's all to do with what like level you're on. So you have a sword. It's kind of like fencing. You can hold your sword above you, in the middle of you, and below you, and your opponent can do the same thing. And if you strike at the same level as your opponent, then you block each other. And if you like outwit them or whatever, and you manage to get around them, then you kill them. And there's four different weapons in the game, all the different types of swords, and there's a bow as well, which relies on basically the same thing. You can shoot at someone 
and if they've got their sword in the right place and they can block your attack. And it's 2D, like, side-scrolling game. You're 1v1-ing every time, and every time you kill your opponent, you can move on to the next level. So it's kind of like a tug-of-war kind of thing, where you start off in the middle, every time you kill, you can move right or left, and when you get to all the way to your opponent's end, you win. I don't know how much more I can say. The art style was really cool. I think that was my favorite part about the game. The music like, was pretty good as well. Yeah, I couldn't hear the music. Was it good? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool, yeah. Nice. Well, people in the stream were saying the same thing. And yeah, I think for me, it's not really my kind of game. But if you pl- were really good at it and you played it online and stuff, then it would be quite fun. And I think, as people were saying in the stream as well, it's probably better couch co-op. So if Jack was there, then I probably would have enjoyed it more than I did. But yeah, yeah, it, was, it wasn't terrible. And I got three achievements for 200. So I actually got the most amount of gamer score because I got, I got an achievement where you have to get 100 kills in one match. I think I was playing one match for about 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was quite a good week. Um, and next week, we've got more ID games. On Tuesday, we've got Gene, Rain, and No Man's Sky. Nice. Um, Looking forward to that one, actually. And Thursday, we've got Bud Spencer and Terence Hill, Slaps and Beans, and The Long Reach all coming up. Okay, and as we've been doing, which of the games from this week was your favorite? <sighs> Probably Guts and Glory, got to say. It, it, it gave me the most laughs, and I yeah. think that people seem to enjoy watching it the most. So, yeah, go with that. Okay, uh, moving on to some news. So there's a few bits this week. GTA Online has released the After Hours update, which looks pretty cool, actually. The kind of premise is around owning a nightclub and DJs and obviously like the criminal underworld and stuff that's in there as well. It's um, If you played GTA 3, the DLC, do you remember the Ballad of Gay Tony? Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it introduced him again. So ah, it's nice. Cool. Yeah, so seems quite popular that we got a lot of views on that story just randomly from oh yeah i think i remember rich talking about that yeah the trailer looks pretty cool check it out it looks like something kind of completely different than what i remember of gta online so something for you to check out games with gold this month for oh sorry for august has been announced it's a pretty amazing month i think we've got Forza horizon 2 and it's a weird 10th anniversary edition so i don't know Mm. what's special about that edition I, I couldn't find it on the store or anything at the time so i don't know if that's going to include some kind of dlc do you know like the dlc packs with it or something yeah. like that so interesting is that currently not available to buy the 10th anniversary no i couldn't see it oh, when i was okay. looking at well that's interesting yeah um far honor which is a game i reviewed which has, i don't think a load of people checked out but i think it's going to be a surprise yeah. a few yeah. people that's the one i'm most excited for i'd say or dead space but um for honor looks like the one of the best for the month i've yeah. been watching video i've watched videos of it a while ago and it intrigued me but i never tried it out so maybe i will in august yeah and then on the 360 we have dead space 3 which i think that means all of the dead space games oh really have now been games with gold and disney's epic mickey 2 the power of 2 which isn't a game i know anything about to be honest, something to check out uh got a question related to Games with Gold from I'm an Idiot. He said, which newly announced Games with Gold games should we be playing first? 
I, that's a tough one because I think Forza Horizon 2, I mean, obviously Forza Horizon 3 is out and 4 is out, but at the time that released, that was probably my favourite driving game. So if you, if you haven't played that, it's definitely worth checking out. Far Honor, definitely worth checking out. And then I'm, I've never played the Dead Space games, so I'm not sure about them. I'll admit, Epic Mickey. Uh, yeah, I'd, pr- I'd probably check out Forza 2 as well. I played 3 quite a lot, and that was the first kind of Forza game that I sunk time into, so maybe it would be good for me to go back and check out number two. Although, like, I don't know how much different it could really be, but uh, I guess, like, the setting is different and the cars yeah, you get. It's set in Europe, so, I mean, visually it's a bit different. But I, I don't know, they kind of refined it each year, so you're probably going back and thinking it's a, a bit of a worse game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, what that's basically what I'm getting at. Yeah, it might just be worse. Who knows? Yeah, at the time it was amazing. Sure. Moving on, we got another game announced that will be leaving Xbox Game Pass at the end of this month. So Limbo has been added to the list, the Xbox One version. So that makes six in total. So Dirt Rally, Limbo, Overcooked, Pharonic, So Many Me, and Ultratron. Fortunately, Limbo's like not an especially long game. So if you still want to check it out this weekend, you'll be able to rattle through that, I think. I think there's one achievement where you can't... I think you've got to play through the game without dying more oh, than God. three or four times or something like that. So I think that would probably be the only achievement that held you back. But the rest is straightforward if you want to check it out this weekend. Uh, NBA Playgrounds 2 was a game that was supposed to be releasing, I think, last month or maybe the month before, and then it kind of got pulled last minute. Uh, I guess the reasons for that have been revealed now as uh, 2K have announced that they're going to be releasing it under their NBA 2K brand, which uh, I don't know. I think that's a pretty good deal for both of them. It's like a light heart. It's kind of like NBA Jam type kind of game if you don't know much about it oh is it like a fifa street kind of thing yeah it's like a really cartoony version of nba oh okay crazy stuff going on and i I, I, the first one i can't remember i think it had like all the big heads and stuff like that kind of stuff oh yeah i'm looking at a picture of it now they've got huge heads (laughs) yeah so it it looks like a cool game so yeah Released under NBA 2K brand. I don't know if that means it will no longer be IDX box anymore, which wow. the first one was. We'll have to kind of check that space. Mm. Um, and they've set the release date for this fall, so we'll have to wait and see. Fallout 76, which is a, obviously a game that looks like it's changing the normal format for Fallout quite dramatically. And they've announced that the Xbox One will be getting the beta first when it's available. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I think, and then it's coming to PC and uh, PS4 a little bit later. Do we know how to um, get access to the beta? Can you sign up for it? Or um... uh, it's a pre-order thing. If you pre-order the oh, game, okay. you you get it. So, okay, cool. I might consider that. I'm, I'm really interested in uh, what it's going to be like. So, I guess yeah, I can I'm just really... watch videos and stuff i'm really hopeful that um i get to see a bit of it at gamescom because it's just a kind of the thing for me with fallout i don't really like rpgs and stuff just because i kind of get i kind of get lost in you know so much to do and not really knowing where to go next and mm-hmm. i kind of like a more linear thing but just messing around in that world online with a few people seems like it could be a cool idea so yeah definitely i like the setting is like the best part about it and i think it's fine to change it change up the way the game plays a little bit because the setting is like so good um there are a lot of other post-apocalyptic games though but not many of them are multiplayer so yeah yeah i would definitely check it out as well 
Uh, no dates for the beta have been announced yet, but looking like it's going to be October, so stay tuned for more updates on that one. And then last bit of news this week, two games went back compat on Tuesday, so we've got Silent Hill Homecoming and Silent Hill HD Collection, both now playable on the Xbox One. Okay, uh, let's go on to some questions, Ali. Uh, this is a bit of a statsy one. It's also the question of the week, so I'll do it first. Over the time, I've noticed certain days of the week, I see people on my friend feed unlock more achievements than others. The weekends seem lighter than I would imagine. So do you have stats on what day of the week tends to be the busiest? Of course I do have stats. I've prepared <laughs> them specifically for this question. I've got pure numbers, so maybe percentages would be a bit more um, like understandable for people listening but i'll give you the numbers anyway so the exact answer to your question is what what day of the week is busiest it's sunday the most achievement unlocks and this is looking at every achievement unlock we've ever tracked uh, most of them have been on a sunday uh and then you've got saturday and then the weekdays are about probably about 25 percent less than the weekends so you are exactly right in the fact that it's always busier on weekends. It's not uh, the biggest revelation ever. It's quite obvious, but... Oh, no, you said the weekends seem to be lighter than you would imagine. But I don't know. I guess if you're expecting them to be really, really heavy, then yeah. But there are about 20 25% more unlocks on the weekends than in the weekdays. Um, I'm probably opposite because I tend to be busy and, you know, out and stuff on a weekend. So kind of in the week is more when I tend to do games. Yeah. Well, you've got a social life. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) People who don't have social lives to stay indoors and play games. But yeah, I think all the weekdays except for Friday are basically the same. Friday is a little bit higher because people are obviously probably staying up later on Fridays to play games, I'd imagine. Good point. Good point. Okay, next one. What do you think about the next Xbox Cloud Gaming and are we ready for it? So Hmm. there was a few kind of rumors coming around this week. I don't know where the actual source was and how, you know, accurate it is, but the kind of rumors circulating with it, you know, they were talking about working on consoles, they said at uh, E3. So the rumor is they're going to bring out like a high-end kind of Xbox console. And then the other thing was more like a a streaming box. Do you remember they talked about uh, being able to stream on different devices? And yeah. stuff, and then they were, they were also talking about the streaming service, so you could kind of keep your say original Xbox One and be able to play these higher spec games mm-hmm. using that as just some way to connect to the service, basically. So is is it like a thing which you attach to your Xbox, or are they going to just make them able to do it? Obviously, yeah, like it, the the game will actually be all powered by a server, mm-hmm. and you're just kind of streaming that gameplay. Yeah, and the. They've already shown that they can kind of do that, you know, with the stuff you can do on Mixer, like the low latency kind of uh, controlling people's games and things like that. Sure, yeah. So, I mean, there's, they've, I think that's probably a big chunk of why they actually purchase Mixer when you look mm. back at it. You know, definitely. So they've definitely got the tech there to do it. It's very uh, yeah. interesting how they would achieve it. But it's, um, yeah, as you said, like Mixer's got some really good, like, capabilities. So it's definitely... Um, I think we're definitely ready for it. I think Xbox is definitely ready for it. Um, and as consumers, it can only be a good thing, really, depending on the price. But um, I don't know what those specifics of it are going to be, because I know in like 
Eastern countries and Korea and stuff, they have stuff like that already. You could probably do it over here as well, where they have a, a, a really powerful computer which runs instances, which runs an instance of the game, and then their internet's fast enough that they can just you just stream the game from that computer at home. Um, so I think it's it's been a thing in other countries, like on other services on PC and stuff for a while. So I think it's only a good thing. And yeah, Xbox is definitely ready for it. Do you remember on live? I think it was probably way ahead of its time. On live? No, I don't know what that is. You could sign up. I think it went bump in the end, but you could kind of sign up and it was the same kind of thing. You could um, go on and play things like Assassin's Creed and stuff like that from like a basic home computer, as long as your internet connection was fast enough. Mm-hmm. But it had some pretty cool kind of functionality built around it as well. You know, people could just hop into your game if you wanted to, and you know, they could watch it, like as if you were live streaming oh, it on that cool. service and stuff. So there was lots of cool little things around it. But I think I think probably UK and America and Australia and stuff's probably fine for it. But yeah, sure. there's going to be some, some places are going to really struggle, aren't they, with a try to, stream like a 4k textures and all that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah like I, I don't think even where i live like where i used to live um back home like my internet is awful and i, I probably wouldn't be able to handle it like some places even in the uk don't have like very good uh infrastructure for streaming or going on the internet in general so it's weird like the some places have got amazing and some places are terrible. Obviously, it depends what package you're paying for and stuff. But um, I think there was a thing yesterday on the news, actually, about um, the UK's hope, hoping to have, like, fibre available to everybody in the country by 2030. So it's still <laughs> a way up to get fibre. still, like, 12 years away. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Although it's their own, if you can, it's your own fault for living in like a, a field somewhere on top of <laughs> like the, the Pennines or something. Like, yeah, what do you expect? <laughs> yeah, it's true. You have to take some responsibility for living uh, in the middle of nowhere, I suppose. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, so next one comes from Will Cruz. Sorry, I haven't been saying people's names. First one's Dan Ale- Dan Alexander. Second question was Ken your Agumen Badu. Uh, sorry guys but this one's from Will Cruz with all the buzz on new consoles coming in 2020 do you think these half gen releases will ultimately help Microsoft or be their downfall Um, I was trying to pinpoint what you mean by half gen releases do you mean the consoles coming out in 2020 will be half gen or are they going to be like the Xbox One X is like a half gen oh I see what you mean Uh, what are your thoughts Dave I don't know really I think probably the most most of the people who pick up an Xbox One X are either either one or a combination of you know having the available funds you know free and available and they can just pick up stuff so it's not like a massive purchase or they you know hardcore kind of gamers who would pick up the next console anyway. So I can't, I don't think it'll really hamper them. I mean, there'll probably be some will say you know I only bought this one whatever what would it be three years ago I guess, but. I don't know. If the thing above, like the streaming thing, is there as well, I suppose you've got a bit of a choice whether you want to come along or mm, true. not. So I don't think it's going to hinder them, to be honest. The PlayStation have done the same thing, haven't they? I think that's just the way we can expect things to go from now on. Sure. Yeah. 
I mean, if they've got the tech to make new things, then why shouldn't they? Uh, why shouldn't they just keep doing it on schedule? I guess. I mean, it's good if to have the choice. The, think how long the three sixty gen lasted with no yeah. kind of upgrades or anything. It was so far behind PCs by the time the Xbox. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, and they were squeezing everything out of it just to make games still look half decent, but they were so held back. Yeah, you'd get really bad uh, FPS on a bunch of different games on 360 uh, towards the end. Um, but yeah, I think I agree. It's, uh, it's only a good thing to have like more regular updates more often. And as well with the streaming thing, it has the, it has the capability of just being better and better every time because they can up- upgrade their service and make it better like without having to um, necessarily release anything new like in terms of hardware so you got to think they've probably got the perfect in- infrastructure already as well do you know with like the azure cloud that they've got which is massive in it so yeah i think i think it'll work and i think i don't i think people will still buy the consoles like i'll probably buy a console rather than streaming mm. do you reckon I think, yeah like i don't know i just like having shiny new things on my TV, so I'd probably be the more pity guy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all down to your internet. I think it's quite like a risky buy. I, d- I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's going to be more details about it to come, but I would be wary about, like, whether my, you know, internet could handle it or whatever, but we'll see. What are you on? Are you just on, like, some normal broadband? Are you on fiber or what you on? I- think i'm on fiber i don't know because i live in a shared house so my landlord sorts it all out for me so i have no idea really but it, my internet's pretty good currently so i think it's fiber and it's trying to sort out like six different people's internet and phones and xboxes so, yeah. you know, if you're streaming these games question are you are you friends in the house <laughs> try, to, try to just order food and stuff <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> <so> slow <laughs> it's like stop playing that game now but yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, well, it remains to be seen what what will be the details about that. So, uh, next question: Do you think uh, it's from NDRW? Do you think Xbox will ever offer games tangible rewards for acquiring certain achievements or amount of achievements, i.e., discounts on games or Xbox merchandise? That's a good question. I think that's like quite a good idea. Uh, I know they've, they've messed about with little things like that. Like, I, I, I don't know why it was only Canada, but I remember Canada did a deal where you got, I can't remember what the value was, it might have been $100 or something like that, if you had over 100,000 gamer score at one point. Wow. And then I also remember Xbox Rewards, which is changing out to Microsoft Rewards, but Xbox Rewards used to give you tiers of discount, you know, depending on... On your gamer squad, there was like different. I think there was four levels going up to like a hundred thousand. So they they've kind of messed about with it, but so those things not like running anymore. No, no. Xbox Rewards stopped. I think it was last month or the month before, and switched to Microsoft Rewards. So I haven't seen anything yet in there about gaming. There's, you get you get points and things if you buy certain games. They'll do promotions on that, but they haven't done anything for gamer squad. And that I think the Canada things happened twice, but. It was only Canada, oddly. Yeah, it's weird to just have it in Canada, isn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it's a it's a good idea. I mean, it, you don't really need to incentivize people to play games because they already want to play the games. But I don't know. It's it's just quite a nice idea to see people who've bought a lot of 
different games and have been dedicated to Microsoft's hardware for so long get some reward from them. But uh, yeah, it made me think about like stuff like Google does. Like I've got this survey thing on my phone where Google pings me about like a new survey I can do and then I fill it out. It will ask me about random stuff like products or whatever or like Google searches or something like what what Google search would I click on or what product would I use? And then as a reward for doing the survey, you get like money from the, uh, that you can spend in the Google app store. Um, But it's kind of different to um, achievements because the Google wants your data about the surveys, but I don't know really if Microsoft wants your achievements data, but yeah. Yeah. And you could basically as well, people could just rent, games never buy them yeah it's like i don't think i don't think i think now with you know some of the older games and some of the easy 360 and xbox one games and stuff you could probably rent about you know a few games and get fifty thousand gamer score in a couple of weekends pretty quick so i don't do that yeah you could rack up like enough to like get a huge discount or whatever and then yeah you wouldn't even have to pay that much yeah it's true. Uh, there's lots of ways to exploit it, isn't there? So that was all the questions we had this week. Some good ones there. And we've got a lot of new achievements. First is No Man's Sky. There's 27 achievements for a 1,000 gamer score. Uh, Mega Man X Leg- Legacy Collection, 52 achievements for a 1,000. Divinity Original Sin 2, 50 achievements for a 1,000 gamer score. Uh, Bud and Spence, Bud Spencer and Terence Hill slaps and beans 34 achievements for a thousand game score Mega Man X Legacy Collection 2 52 achievements again for a thousand Asphalt 9 Legends 20 achievements for a thousand Aces of the Luftwaffe Squadron 24 achievements for a thousand ACA Neo Geo Art of Fighting 3 12 achievements for a thousand Gene Rain which we're going to be streaming next week along with No Man's Sky uh, 31 achievements for a thousand uh, The Banner Saga 3 49 achievements for a thousand ACA Neo Geo Burning Fight ACA, Geo, ACA Neo Geo Robo Army <laughs> ACA G- Neo Geo Real Bout <laughs> Final Fury all of them have 12 for a thousand um, we've got more I'll just do all the ACAs ACA Neo Geo Metal Slug and then ACA Neo Geo Mutation Nation. That's a great name. Um, yeah. They're on the Windows 12. 10 versions as well. Oh, yeah, they are. True. Stacks. Forsaken Remastered, 28 achievements for 1,000. Jump Gunners, which rings a bell. I've heard of that game. But, yeah. Uh, 24 achievements for 1,000. Super Dungeon Tactics, 28 achievements for 1,000. Shadows Awakening, 45 uh, achievements for 1,000. Doling's Arcade, 50 achievements for a thousand. One more dungeon, 15 achievements for a thousand. Hashtag Wargames, 55 for a thousand. Megaton Rainfall, 14 for a thousand. And we've got DLC as well, uh, quite a lot less DLC. United Front in Call of Duty World War II, 10 achievements for 500 gamer score. Wrecking Ball in Overwatch Origins Edition, two achievements for 30 gamer score. Advanced Gungeons and Dragons in Enter the Gungeon, three achievements for 250. Um, The Monster Cat Pack in Aero, 14 achievements for 500. 
what what are you yaying about for that? I love Aero. I've never heard of it. Oh, it's it's like a, a rhythm based. It's 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 a rhythm based game, like a music game. But the way it's done is you like a spaceship, and you got to follow this path. It's you can go like three hundred and sixty around the screen. So you got to kind of follow this path. And there's like alien ships that come down. You have to shoot them to the beat. I'm probably making it sound rubbish, but it's. <laughs> I've got no rhythm, so I probably wouldn't play that. Is it like Guitar Hero or something? Or is it more like, uh, what's that other game? It's kind of a cross between like an on-the-rails shooter because you're just going straight on. you kind of behind the the view is like behind the spaceship and you're going through this kind of tunnel. And as the music plays, you'll get this line and you've got to kind of line your ship up on this thing and follow it bouncing around that's going in tune to the music. And then oh, that nice. line will... And then at the same time, you've got these enemy ships that'll come around and you've got to kind of, with the right stick, aim over them. And then you kind of shoot them on the beat. And if you shoot them on the beat, the lasers will go quicker. If you kind of do it off beat, they'll kind of arc a bit, be a bit slower. So, yeah, I don't know. It's really fun. All right, cool. I've never really into music games, but yeah, that doesn't sound too bad. All right. Uh, rapid transit in train sim world. Yes. Seven Brilliant. achievements for 100. Northeast Corridor in Train Sim World. Nine achievements for 100. Uh, those achievements aren't worth very much, are they? Uh, okay. Uh, title update in Guilt Battle Arena. 13 achievements for 495 gamer score. And that is the list of new achievements for this week. So obviously, the most controversial list this week was No Man's Sky, which really annoyingly released with all weird, random, odd-numbered achievements, 32s, 16s, yeah. 64 gamer score. People didn't seem yeah. to happy. I saw a I lot saw of outrage. People, when we tweeted the list out, and then it was just like, people just said, all right, I'm not playing it now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that is a silly reason not to play a game, but whatever. I, I wouldn't, unless I knew I could thousand it. Like, having... My game is scoring in a six. I, I just do my nutting. I, I don't know. I can't do it. You should read up on the article. I think you posted it, didn't you? About yeah, yeah. <laughs> games which you can play to sort out your gamer score. Yeah. But Sorry, yeah. We're getting used. Do you reckon they, obviously they did that on purpose or, or not? Yeah, but I, I, don't I don't know, know. why. I'm, I'm, it's just like, I don't know. It's a bit of an odd decision, but each their own. Yeah. It doesn't really I'm sure most uh, people won't care. Yeah, yeah, most people won't care. But this niche little group of achievement hunters here, be doing the reading. <laughs> All right. So coming out this week looks like a bit of a fallow week. To be honest, we've got uh, ACA Neo Geo Burning Fight, Robo Army, Real Bout Fatal Fury. Uh, Mutation Nation and Metal Slug X all on Windows 10. So if you like your ACA Neo Geo stacks, go get them. Uh, Monday, we got the Z Axis Continuum. No idea. Uh, Tuesday, Castaway Paradise. War Game or hashtag War Games. Uh, Forsaken Remastered. Maximum Football 2018. And uh, Realm Royal and Eight to Glory, the official game of the PBR. What is the PBR? Is that bull riding? <laughs> yes, it is bull riding. Wait, what is PBR? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Eight to Glory, bull riding, the official game of the PBR gives you the full experience of being a professional bull rider. It's <laughs> just a sport on dirt. 
Sophie's bar on dirt is actually a registered trade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is that's an ID game. I'm hoping you will be streaming it, Ali. Ah, nice. Okay. Well, it's probably one of the better simulation games. Better than train sim and better than fishing sim. It's bull riding yeah. sim. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. Uh, it's gonna be an hour of Jimbo that weird taming horses in uh, or breaking horses in Red Dead where you start to balance oh Just yeah for an hour um, Wednesday we've got the Monster Cat Pack for Aero we've got State of Anarchy Master of Mayhem one more dungeon that's the is that the DLC for Enter the Gungeon or is that a game no it looks like a game um, and then Thursday Jump Gunners ACA Neo Geo Prehistoric Isle 2 and Armored Warfare, which is a game I think you streamed on the PS4, didn't you? Armored Warfare, yeah, it's we like did. A futuristic World of Tanks game. Yeah, it is World of Tanks with uh, like yeah modern tanks which don't exist, but uh, yeah, it's pretty good. So check that one out. I think that's a free to play as well. So if, it is, yeah, it's actually free to play, and then there's a load of premium stuff you can buy if you want a jump start. But check that out. And that's it for this week. A shorter episode. Not as many people around to waffle about games. Yeah, sure. I just as a as a parting comment, I think everyone should go and look at the achievements for hashtag War Games. Um, they've got some of the funniest pictures I think I've ever seen for an achievement list. So I've just I've just spent like the past minute looking at them in amazement. Um, so yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. What? <laughs> 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 so ridiculous alright right. thanks for listening everybody have a great weekend and we shall see you next week goodbye right. bye